Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. We will start with a deadly shooting in Vaughan last night. Yes, an absolutely heartbreaking story. Six people are dead, including the suspected gunman, after a shooting inside a condominium in Vaughan last night. York Regional Police were notified of a weapons call at a Jane Street and Rutherford Road condo just before 7.30 last night after reports that several people were shot. Police Chief Jim McSween confirmed that six people were killed in the shooting, including the suspect, who was fatally shot in an interaction with officers. A seventh victim was rushed to hospital. McSween said the victim taken to hospital is expected to survive. The motive is unclear and no officers were hurt. The Special Investigations Unit has been called in. The SIU is an independent government agency investigating the conduct of officials that may have resulted in death, serious injury, sexual assault and the discharge of a firearm at a person. It was a weekend for tragedy because in this city we are reporting and following the death of a London Knights player. Yeah, the London Knights and the hockey world is in mourning following the death of Abakar Kazbekov on Saturday. According to multiple media reports, Kazbekov died Saturday morning after falling from a downtown apartment building. London police are investigating the incident, but no foul play is suspected. The 18-year-old played in Friday's 5-2 home victory over the Owen Sound attack. The Moscow native had been a member of the Knights since the start of last season, but moved to Canada at the age of 15 to pursue his hockey dream. The Knights game Saturday night against the Flint Firebirds was postponed. They're now on their winter break and aren't scheduled to play again until December 28th. A new website has been launched in the city focusing on sexual violence. Yeah, Nova has launched a new website that looks to track the geographical trends of where sexual violence is occurring in London. It's called Map My Experience and allows users to anonymously report where instances of sexual violence occurred by placing a virtual pin on a map of London. Now, a wide range of incidents can be reported, including unwanted touching, following, or sexual assault, and witnesses can make reports as well. Nova's manager of prevention, education, and research, Annalise Trudell, says by tracking geographical trends, organizations like ANOVA can then intervene and make spaces safer. One example includes having a conversation with a bar or nightclub that may be seeing a high number of reports. You can learn more about Map My Experience on our website, 980cfpl.ca. Shoplifting appears to be on the rise in this country. Yeah, industry insiders say shoplifting has surged to an alarming level across Canada with inflation and labour shortages cited as major factors behind the increase. The uptick has triggered concern among Canadian grocers, even as the rise in food prices helps pad their bottom lines. Grocery prices were up 11% year over year in October, and they're not expected to ease anytime soon. The total cost of groceries for a family of four is expected to be just over $1,000 more than it was this year, according to the most recent edition of Canada food price report. Experts say inflation in food prices is one of the main drivers pushing more people to steal. Felicia Ferver, a corporate affairs manager at Walmart Canada, says the retail giant has seen a historic uptick in theft. Metro and Loblaw both declined to comment on the matter. However, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business says labour shortages are also contributing to the surge in shoplifting. As a result, more retail stores, even smaller ones, are hiring security guards, including off-duty police officers. Speaking of food, apparently, we'll end with this, uh, Bugles has become somewhat of a collector's item in Canada. 
Yeah, nearly a month after it was announced bugles were discontinued in Canada, fans are searching for the last few bags. Bugles are sold in the United States, but have been discontinued in Canada. Just one of the latest products American food manufacturers are no longer selling here. This isn't the first time the product was discontinued in Canada. Back in 2010, the product was pulled from the shelves due to a decrease in demand. They were brought back the next year, so maybe there is still hope for a return. Uh, General Mills, the U.S. company that manufactures Bugles said on Twitter it hopes Canadians, quote, can find a tasty substitute elsewhere. <laughs> that substitute could include, how thoughtful, that <laughs> substitute could include um, a snack aisle choice at your favorite local Asian supermarket, according to Canadian fans of Bugles who are on Reddit. It's called Tongari Corn. It's a salty, crispy, horn-shaped corn snack that's made by House Foods in Japan, and it's been made since the 70s. Am I missing something on bugles what's happening here what's going on <laughs> i am not personally a fan of bugles i only like them to put them on my fingers and then pretend i have yes. claw hands <laughs> <That's the only laughs> well uh good good news london fans you won't be getting any competition from natalie and i on the search for bugles <laughs> <Touché>. <laughs> <laughs> let's check out what happened on this day in history in 1813 fur trader james mcgill died in montreal leaving 10,000 pounds to establish the university that would bear his name. In 1843, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens was first published in England. The tale of Ebenezer Scrooge's spiritual conversion on Christmas Eve has been a classic ever since. In 1846, in Canada's first telegraph message, the mayors of Toronto and Hamilton exchanged greetings. In 1917, the first National League hockey games were played. All four teams played with the Montreal Canadiens hosting the Toronto Arenas and the Ottawa Senators at home against the Montreal Wanderers. 1922, 24-year-old Teresa Vaughn confessed during her trial in Sheffield, England to 61 bigamous marriages within a five-year period in 50 different cities in England, Germany, and South Africa. In 1949, Canada, Britain, and the United States reached an agreement on the standardization of military arms and fighting methods. In 1966, the United Nations approved a treaty banning weapons in space. In 1972, the Apollo 17 spacecraft made a safe landing in the Pacific, ending the final moon flight of the U.S. space program. In 1975, Bertha Wilson was appointed to the Ontario Court of Appeal, becoming the first woman in Canada to be named to a provincial court of appeal. In 1997, James Cameron's movie Titanic opened. At the time, it was the most expensive movie ever made. It cost $200 million to make, but grossed over $2 billion worldwide. In 2002, the Supreme Court of Canada Canada ruled that property rights are a benefit of marriage, meaning that common law partners cannot claim an equal division of matrimonial for property if their relationship breaks down. In 2017, George Weston Limited and Loblaws uh, companies revealed that both the bakery owner and grocer participated in an industry-wide bread-fixing price-fixing arrangement from late 2001 until March of 2015, but would receive immunity after tipping off Canada's competition watchdog. On this day in 2017, the Toronto Maple Leafs down the Carolina Hurricanes 8-1 in the next century game in Toronto to kick off the second century of NHL hockey. And on this day in 2020, 
Canada surpassed 500,000 cases of COVID-19 as infections continue to surge in several provinces. Happy birthday to listener Brad, who turns 55 today. You share a birthday with magician Chris Angel, who turns 54. Alyssa Milano is 49. Actor Jake Gyllenhaal is 41. And journalist Ronan Farrow turns 34.